guys, I'm Taylor. And I'm Leanne. <laughs> and this is What's for Brunch, a podcast where we get to have a lovely Sunday brunch with all of you guys at home. This week for brunch, I wish I was having Plumeria Cafe by Stax Pancake House, which is oh in, God. I'm trying to think, it's in Laguna Niguel. So this is, uh, they have Hawaiian food here, which is always amazing. Oh my gosh, it's so freaking good. Mm. When I haven't been there since, you know, pre-pandemic. So the even then, the line was always out the door. Um, is it big or is it like a small place? It's small and then they have an outside seating area uh, okay, so you okay. can go there. Um, it's so good. They also have different mimosas that you can get. Oh my gosh. I never, I always get two or three things when I go because I can't pick just one. They yeah, have, I don't blame you. Yeah. Okay. Omelets, Portuguese omelets. Um, Wait, what's a Portuguese omelet? Like I've never had that with before. With Portuguese sausage. Ooh, okay, that's okay, okay. really good. That sounds really good. Yeah, they have loco moco. So oh, I love loco good. moco. Oh my gosh, that's so like typical Hawaiian, you know? Yes. So good. Oh my gosh, my mouth is watering, and I just ate. So <laughs> I ate this time, so I'm not I'm not gonna cry that I don't have good. this food. I ate too. Yeah. Good. We we're smart. We always mm-hmm. we always record on an empty stomach. Um, I know. I feel like now we know better. <laughs> definitely. But yeah, if you guys are in Southern California, anywhere nearby, they're open for takeout right now. Um, so it's definitely worth it. I would eat there every single day if I had money for it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just going to say like, you know, you would eat it every day if you could. And I love how you said, if I had the money for it. <laughs> I mean, technically I could eat there every day, but then I'd be in debt. Technically you could. <laughs> Okay, we. All right. Well, um, Leanne, do you want to introduce us to our topic? <laughs> yeah. Well, stressful? today, yeah, today we are sort of um, diving into a, a deeper topic, um, not as light as our other topics that we've discussed on this podcast, and we felt like it was sort of important to do so uh, in light of recent events regarding the uh, disappearance and murder, or I should say kidnapping and murder of uh, 33-year-old Sarah Everard in London. And this story really resonated with me. I'm sure it resonated with Taylor as well, uh, because, you know, as young women who live in a metropolitan area, you know, we have been raised um, to be so aware of our surroundings at all times. Um, I don't know about you, Taylor, but I like never walk outside at night oh my gosh I yeah I um live like in the middle in the heart of LA basically and so yeah I Mm -hmm. yeah I don't walk around at night um I've had ex-boyfriends always say to me like oh you should learn you should take like a self-defense class or you should carry pepper spray you know and I've always sort of like brushed it off kind of lightly and I've never actually purchased pepper spray and I've never actually taken a self-defense class but I think they're totally right, you know. I think when you're a young woman, there are so many things that you have to worry about. Just, you know, you could even just like walking home at night like Sarah did, you 
have to be so aware of your surroundings at all times. Like you can't let your guard down at all. And even exactly. when you don't let your guard down at all, things can still happen to you like a, like it did with Sarah. Mm-hmm. And I say yeah. that because I read an article that said that she did all the things that we're supposed to do as women. She called her boyfriend for 15 minutes while yes. she was walking. Yes, and that's something, mm-hmm. oh, if you're, don't text and look down on the phone, but, but it's okay to right. be on the she, phone so yeah. someone can hear if something happens and call for help. Right. But she did and, that. Uh, she, and it said she also walked in crowded streets. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't say that she was in like a sketchy alleyway, like all by herself, you know? And that is sort of terrifying to think that she did all these precautions. She was definitely thinking about her own safety. And this still happened to her, you know? It's, it's disgusting. It's heartbreaking. And it's really scary for us because, you know, I'm thinking this could literally have happened to any of us oh it could have happened to us several times over you know any of us any of our friends any one we've crossed path crossed paths with i i'm just i was really upset by this as i mean understandably so so many people around the world were because this poor woman she wasn't doing anything wrong minding her own business taking going the extra mile to take precautions mm-hmm. like you said because no one should have i mean obviously we should always try to be safe and not be dumb but really like imagine just walking home in your city and feeling unsafe that's really sad mm-hmm. and scary and look what happened she had some terrible monster kidnap her murder her for no good reason for no reason at all and that's yeah, it. and it's like a whole other topic to even get into if we discuss the fact that it was a police officer who did this to her. Exactly. Like that is a whole other topic. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think it's ridiculous how if we think about it, the whole narrative, our entire lives has been like, we have to watch out, right? Exactly. Like, oh my mm-hmm. goodness. We have to watch out. We have to be the ones to, you know, carry pepper spray or uh, look like don't wear headphones at night yeah. when you're walking by yourself or don't even walk by yourself you know yeah or and, don't go out at night and don't wear don't wear anything inappropriate because then right, people right. will look at you and you'll attract attention to yourself and then you might right. be a target right we have to be the ones to think about these things but it's funny how the narrative is never you know teach your teach your sons teach men not to even do these things not to look at us like we're prey you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that narrative is really dangerous. And I feel like change needs to start happening in our society where we teach men that they need to not kill women. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that too much to ask for? I mean, I would hope not. But it's we've seen these uh, instances happen for so long that this is just the pattern now, unfortunately. But um I, well, you you actually know, like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you do, like, jujitsu and stuff, right? Oh, you know what? I actually, I used to do Krav Maga because yes, yes, it's yes, funny. It was when I was at USC my last semester, and I just had one too many weird experiences walking around campus. Not even... No way. Not anywhere else. All around campus, like, outside of the campus gates, but around campus, that I was just thinking, okay, I don't want to look like I'm scared walking. How can I look tougher? Well, if I feel confident in my abilities to, uh, like, fend someone off, then maybe I'll feel more confident and look more confident when I'm walking, and maybe that'll keep people from, you know, seeing me as a target, I guess. So I 
took classes not for that long because then my studio closed down and then you know life and all this stuff but I did for a while and I went two or three times a day because I was really two or three times a day yeah that was when I only had one class (laughs) so okay okay I had a lot of free free time time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no good for you though that's amazing really fun it was a really good studio too um unfortunately so it did help you it did help you feel like self-empowered and like you could protect yourself I did um I didn't go for too long and obviously right. I I definitely I feel like I learned so fast that I kind of had that confidence like oh I can fight off anyone when really you know if some person who towers over me and just is just has more muscle than me you know has the mm-hmm. same amount of knowledge then I'm not safe mm-hmm. most likely Right. Um, but, but I do feel like most of the time, the reason why men target women, obviously, is because they expect us to not know how to how to defend ourselves. So if, let's say, someone came at you and you, like, kind of fought back, they'd probably be so surprised. Like, yeah. you would have the element of surprise, for sure, you know, which is always a great thing. That's true. That's very true, because sometimes people panic or freeze up. And then if, mm-hmm. um, if I was in a situation like that, and if I did, you know, have that, um, that reaction then I think an attacker would be scared you know just caught off guard which is which would obviously be great for you um what sort of experiences happened to at USC that that kind of made you feel unsafe the one that I remember the most um this was actually this was actually a woman who was trying to attack me um what so I worked at I used to work on campus and one time I had to get to work at 5 a.m. So it was still a little dark out. Um, mm-hmm. I My parking lot was across the street. So I pretty much just crossed the street diagonally to get to campus. I was right outside of campus gates and this, um, she was homeless and I think was either on substances mm. or had some types of... Um, maybe I don't know she she just right she, she didn't seem right she in the didn't head. seem lucid yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. um she started she just broke out into a sprint and started chasing me and shouting stuff at me that was oh unintelligible god. um and she had something in her hand that looked like a sharp object so, oh my god <laughs> um so she like literally could have attacked you yeah and so I just I was freaking out, but I was, like, trying to look calm, just, like, kind of walking faster. And luckily, I was close enough to the gates that by the time she started, like, by the time she started to catch speed, I was inside and, like, they have security guards in there, you know, and everything. Oh, I was, that was actually my next question. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask, where there's security guards at the time? I think there, I actually don't remember. I want to say that there usually are, but only during certain hours, you know, and I was well, there pretty early in the morning. Yeah, so what year was this? Do you remember? I asked because I have a story as well. And 2018? 2015, I think. Okay, I there were security guards by 2015 for sure. Okay. The reason why oh. I know this is because... So I also have a story about okay. feeling unsafe oh gosh, on campus. Tell. But the thing is, um, USC didn't always have security like 24-7 on campus uh, until there were... There was like one specific incident regarding like a Chinese international. I remember where, that. Oh, yes, you know what I'm talking about, right? Too. Yeah. Um, for those, yeah. yeah, for anyone who doesn't know the story, there was I believe he was a it was a guy. He was walking so back to his apartment, um, right next to campus where it was like all student housing, and he got mugged. 
by like three oh, that's so sad by three guys i think who mm-hmm. were not usc students but they beat him up so badly that he he like i think he like barely made it back to his apartment and once he got into his apartment he like he just died like in his apartment that is and they had tragic they Yes, they found his body. So oh I think that was the incident that sparked having security all around campus. And I think that was maybe 2014. You know what? I, I think say. so because the because I got – this is way less important. So obviously not on the same scale. But I got my bike stolen and there's mm. usually always a security guard right next to where my bike was. But only during, you know, like 9 to 5 or whatever. Yeah. Not – 24 hours a day which obviously who cares about my bike but wait actually maybe you're right maybe it is only at night because now that i think about it i think it is only at night sorry so i think oh i think the difference is there there wasn't security there during like winter break and summer break oh you're right and then and then there there was yeah i'm sorry so i was wrong yeah yeah i think after that incident happened they implemented having security guards during break as well which is important to my story because my incident where i felt unsafe on campus was sort of similar to yours but i was also working on on campus and it was during winter break so no one was on campus right because everyone goes home for break and i was working at the gym at the time and so i you worked at the gym I did work no at the way. gym. I should have. I was there for like a year. Yeah, I think I worked there for a year. But uh, I yeah, shout out to Lion Center. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's so much nicer now than it was when I really? was there. But... I thought it was nice then. Oh yeah, and then it? now it's so much nicer. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it, anyway, I digress. So I finished my shift, and it wasn't even that late. I think it was only like five or six. So the sun was like just going down. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even that dark, but there was no one on campus, and I left. Like, I, as soon as I walked out the door, there was this guy that I noticed who was sitting right across from the gym door that I had just exited. And I could just immediately tell he wasn't a student. Like, he oh looked so gosh. sketch. He, like, just, he looked way older, I think. And he, like, just did not look like he belonged there, you know? Like, you can kind of tell. And I was looking at my phone and I was texting, which, like, we just said you're not supposed to do, right? Yeah, but everybody's I, done that. I know, right? I mean, you just don't. I just, in that moment, obviously, I'm not thinking like, oh, I have to be scared because I'm just walking on campus to my car. Like, my car was not far away because the parking lot was right next to the gym. So all I had to do was exit the gym and walk like a couple feet Mm -hmm, to the parking lot, right? right. Uh, So I started walking to the parking lot. I'm like texting someone. But out of the corner of my eye, I see the guy get up at the same time that I'm like Mm -hmm. walking out the door and he starts walking the same direction as me. So immediately, I'm kind of like, oh this is kind of weird, right? I am like, this is a weird coincidence. Like there's nobody else around. He gets up at the same time that I exited and he gets up like after he sees me going this way. So I don't know what it was. I guess it's intuition. I just, in the pit of my stomach, I just sort of felt nervous all of a sudden. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a little test I'm gonna quickly like really sharply without pausing just turn around and make a straight line back from where I just came from like I'm just gonna go straight back to the gym door Mm -hmm. yeah so I was like at this point I was like halfway to the parking lot I think but without literally without even looking up from my phone without hesitation I made a really sharp u-turn back this guy so if he had been walking to the parking lot like coincidentally or in, just in that general direction, he would have just kept walking, right? Like, exactly. like what do I have to do mm-hmm. with anything? This fool 
I hear him stop walking. And so I kind of like turned around to see what he was doing. And he was looking straight at me just standing there. That is so freaking scary. And in that moment, Taylor, I ran back to the gym. Because I, I was like, oh my god, I think he was following me. And that's and so on campus. Back. On a this school campus. on campus. Mm-hmm. I ran. And again, there were no security guards at this time because it was winter break. I ran back to the gym. And luckily, two of my guy uh, coworkers were still there closing up. I, I said to them, like, oh, my God, I think this guy was following me to my car. And also, mind you, Taylor, there were no... I don't know if there are cameras now in the parking lot, but there were no cameras in the parking lot at mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. I know this because I've got... I've, I've got had a... I've had a hit and run happen to me in the parking lot <gasps> Oh, before, my gosh. And there were no cameras. So I knew there were no cameras. So I was like, you guys have to walk me back to my car. Like, I don't feel safe. And so we waited maybe, like, 10, 15 minutes. And then... They walked me back to my car, but he was nowhere. That guy was nowhere to be found. Okay, good. I mean, at least he left. He was like, "I'm, I messed up." And hope, but oh the God. scary part is that he's out there. You know. Well, the scary part is, what if I had not turned around? I know. Like, what would have happened? You know. Yeah. Or what if? And again, there was oh no one gosh. around. There were no security cameras. Like something really bad could have happened so to me scary dude i was yeah. sweating when you were telling me that and i i mean obviously i know you're fine because mm-hmm. we're here but that's so freaking scary and yeah, that happens and I, all the damn time i know that is the scariest part that probably happens all the time and you know i didn't have pepper spray i didn't have a weapon on me so i don't even know what i would have done if like the worst case scenario had actually happened to me you know and yeah. this is, again, it's really sad that we have to worry about this stuff. And it's really sad that, I mean, I don't know, I don't know about like your guy friends or anything, but I feel like my guy friends, they don't even think about this stuff Well, on you, the daily. Like you know they don't what? have yeah. to worry about this stuff. That's, that's really funny. I don't, I can't speak for all of my guy friends, but I know specifically that my boyfriend does think about it quite a bit and Mm. I don't know I I haven't really asked why like I don't know if it's because he has a girlfriend you know and he's worried about me or if he's just kind of cautious about it in general Mm -hmm. um I feel like he's pretty nice to just just women around him in general so if he has girlfriends like he wants to make sure they're safe and everything so he probably of course always thought like that but he he actually told me a while back that he if he's walking and it's just a woman and him and he's oh. a little bit behind her he'll he feels really uncomfortable because he doesn't want to scare her so he'll right. like wait he'll go a different way he'll stop i'm i'm paraphrasing so sorry if this is not right cameron call me out but he like he is like i feel bad because i don't want her to think i'm following her and get scared exactly. or whatever which were you the one who shared that post on instagram about the tweet do you know what I'm talking about? About the guy who had power, whatever. Did you share that? Wait, what, what tweet is oh that? Oh my gosh, okay. Somebody somebody shared this on their story, but um, it was a tweet of some woman and she said um, how sometimes she think, or okay, let me shorten, shorten, get to the point. Basically, someone saw a tweet where a guy was talking about how he loves following behind women who are walking by themselves um what because he loves the thrill of having power when they fear when they get fearful oh my god are you serious like this is a real tweet this was a real i mean i'm i'm going to assume it was a real tweet because i saw some girl tweet 
talking about that tweet that she saw. So I didn't actually see the guy tweet this. Okay, okay, yeah. But that's really scary. So I don't... And it is so messed up. Like, yeah. I, I'm actually mad right now just, just hearing that because so, oh how gosh. twisted of a mind do you have to have to get off on, like, genuine fear for from people for their own lives? Right? That's so that is creepy so messed and up. weird. That it's is, like, like the what most is twisted. wrong with your wife? Yeah, that is the most twisted shit I think I've heard. <laughs> That's insane. And so th- that brings me to, like, there are these subgroups and, su- like, subgroups too. So, okay, it's, like, people who fear for themselves or genuinely fear for, like, their friends or understand. Then there are people who just don't think about it. And then there are people who genuinely go out of their way to do this shit. <laughs> And then there that are killers. So yeah, right, I don't right, know. Right. I'm I'm stressed and this sucks. And I, we need to, okay. Yeah. Do you want to talk about some things that we've done, I guess, to protect ourselves? I know you already yeah. said that. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say, um, so actually that USC incident that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. I feel like that is the moment that changed my entire perspective on being a woman like Gosh. walking alone yeah. because before I'd gone to USC like you and I grew up in the suburbs right yeah and in the suburbs honestly like you're so safe like like I no crime had ever happened I had never experienced any crime like mm-hmm. I did not feel unsafe walking around at night in the suburbs because like nothing was it's, gonna happen that's to you. all you did it was the neighborhood and all the kids yeah, would our walk around by themselves that night yeah and- our neighborhood was honestly so safe mm-hmm. um and I never felt so scared until that night so I feel like that moment was when I actually it changed my whole perspective and um I you know I to this day like sometimes when I park my car kind of far from my house because there's like parking in K-Town is terrible <laughs> so sometimes when I can't find parking oh right yeah it's so hard house, to find parking yeah and I sometimes I even have to park on the next street over like that's how bad it is okay so let's say I'm coming home really late at night and I park really far so I have to walk to my house I kind of tend to walk this is gonna sound so weird I kind of walk actually me okay wait (laughs) wait wait wait. I don't know if this is actually smart or not I walk in the middle of the street and not on I try not to walk on the sidewalk because I have this paranoid fear that someone is gonna be hiding in the sidewalk yeah or like from the cars and they're gonna pull me like they're gonna kidnap me or something I mean if you're bright and you're in the street I don't know yeah, because I feel like the street, I can see everything, and, like, it's not as dark because of the lights, and, like, and it's I don't not, feel... like, full traffic driving by. It's, like, an empty yeah, street. Yeah, yeah, there's, like, no cars right? driving okay. by, basically, and I, I feel like if I see something come out of, like, the side, I have more of a, like, more space to run. Yeah. Rather than me being on the sidewalk and someone, like, approaching me from right next to me, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes complete sense. I don't know if this is, again, I don't know if this is smart or dumb. Maybe it's actually putting me more in the spotlight. I don't know. But I I don't know. For some reason, it makes me kind of feel better. That's interesting. <laughs> I mean, your your reasoning makes sense. I have no idea if it's safe. I mean, it sounds right? pretty I mean, safe I'm just to me. Scared <laughs> that, like, I'm just like, what if someone's hiding like near a bush or behind a bush? And you can't see them. Or they're, yeah, and I can't see them because it's dark. Or they're hiding like yeah. behind their car. Or something, I don't know. So I, I literally try to walk in the middle of the damn street. And I walk really fast. <laughs> That's so I'm scary. like, I am not, like, I have no time to waste. I need to get home because I don't feel safe. It See, it's like, I can sit here all day and say, that's great. Like, you're, you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing. But then, so did Sarah. 
And exactly. that's what makes that's me not the, feel safe anymore. Mm-hmm. And that is the most messed up part. It, I mean, even I, I've been carrying around pepper spray for years too, which. Do you know how to use it? Cause I actually, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't have one. I can, I can send you recommendations to one. Oh can, can you? Yeah. I'll teach you how to use it. I mean, I've, I don't go around spraying it. It like, it carries so easily. So like, have I don't you ever know. used it? On an accident one time. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's my fear. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm gonna, like, use it on accident? You know why? Because I was I was testing it out the very first time I got it, um, and I didn't... I was pushing on it or whatever, and I didn't want to do it too hard, but I finally right. was pushing on it, and I was, I was pushing on it with some force, and nothing was coming out. And I was very confused. I was like, this is brand new. I thought it was supposed to come with uh, pepper spray, whatever. And then finally... I pressed it and it did come out and I was like okay You're, so you have to press it like super hard you know oh wait but um does it like there's a possibility that it could also get into your eyes right yeah I believe so it Just luckily like didn't particles? get into my eyes that time yeah um, I need to buy some dude especially after hearing Sarah's story that's really I am scary. like terrified I don't even know what to do at this point I mean I know do you text people like oh like text me when you get home yeah I do and also because well I have a dog and I don't have a yard so I have to either walk him or I'll take him to the front we have like a front grass area but it's not fenced Mm -hmm. in so even just standing there if I'm and it's been getting dark super early like sometimes it's dark and then I get home hours later you know so I'll I'll just be on the phone with someone, so like I'll have my headphones in, or like one headphone because I know you're not supposed to have your right, headphones right. in, and I'll be looking up and I'll be on the phone and the person, it's either my mom or my sister, or my boyfriend, or my dad, um, and they know that I'm outside, letting taking Simba to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I've actually been really bad about responding like when, when someone says like text, text me when you get, me home, get home I always forget and I don't text <laughs> them when I get home and now I'm realizing like oh my god now I have to text people when I get home because it's actually like it is scary you know if if you're like expecting someone to text you and they don't text you yeah well you now know I'm just, <laughs> now I'm just now I'm just like overthinking it now I'm like okay I have to text them because oh. you know it's really scary and um also uh I've read, I've read that, like, if you feel like someone's following you, you should look, look at them and, like, ask them a question or, like, talk to them. Oh, yeah, that's true, because then they'll get, they'll think, okay, she saw my face, Mm -hmm. she knows what I look like, she has Mm -hmm. my height and my description, and Exactly, like, if you notice them, yeah, if Mm -hmm. you, like, notice them, they'll feel less uh, of an, you know, they'll feel like they won't be able to get away with what they're trying to do and so I've I've like done that before or I've like um yeah I've like pretended I'm on the phone and I'll say like oh yeah I'm almost there like I'm like five minutes away you know and I, I'll just like oh sort so of... people expect that you're exactly they they're expect like oh someone be somewhere mm-hmm. like they know where I am and they know that I'm about to be there somewhere I don't know it's it's like ridiculous now to think that we have to do this and it's ridiculous to think that we have done this yeah you know what it's like it's all these, all, like, these gymnastics that we have to do to try to stay safe, and then it's not even foolproof, you know? Exactly. I think that's the scariest part, and I think that's why it's so great that you've taken uh, Krav Maga, 
you know I think that I mean I should probably take a self-defense class but you know I I, mean I should probably start back up again but right (laughs) um I've I've heard a quote before and I think it's sadly very true that women are afraid of being killed and men are afraid of rejection I can't even remember I, I can't even tell you where I've read that from I think it was an article but yeah, I read uh, that men's greatest fear is rejection while women's greatest fear is being, like, murdered. That's really sad. I think that says a lot about society. Again, I don't know where that's from. Yeah. But if that's true, <laughs> and I think well, that is very, very disheartening. And it says a lot about society. It truly does. And, okay, all like, obviously we're focusing on, you know, specifically women walking home alone hmm at night or in an unsafe place we know that men get attacked too we know that men get killed obviously we know that women mm-hmm. kill people and can attack people as you know we were talking like as i mentioned in my story of walking around campus when a woman was chasing after me right but we're just talking we're just making relations to sarah's story because this is what happened in her case yeah, and you know when I've um I, when I've talked to some of my guy friends about situations like this, they are often shocked. Really? Because again, like they they they've said like, "Oh, I've never thought of it like that or I've never felt like that scared." Like they don't really understand like that's, firsthand the fear that like I have experienced or I have felt in situations where I've been like alone. Yeah, okay, that's true. And have you have you noticed if you're ever walking um and maybe a less savory part of the area and it's guys and you like your guy friends let's say and you and you're noticing all these details about everything and they're walking and talking about their conversation you're like oh that guy was so sketchy he was looking at us funny and they're like what guy oh my god you know that actually happened that exactly that happened like literally to me with my ex-boyfriend really we were walking we were walking um for some reason he had wanted to go to the beach at like 2 (laughs) a.m how romantic i know so we last minute like went to santa monica and then obviously we have to walk back to our cars from the Mm -hmm. beach and there are a lot of like homeless people in santa monica at night um like specifically near the beach and so when we were walking back to our cars i noticed that there was this one guy who was following us <gasps> and he had been following us for like the past two blocks okay he was okay walking, no. he was walking super close to us that's why i was like i think he's following us and not just like walking in the same direction and yeah. my freaking ex my boyfriend at the time he was just like you know just chatting away as you're tensing up as you're i was literally so scared and he was like he didn't notice him at all and what i did was i literally just like pulled him back so that we ended up behind that guy that's smart and then that guy got really confused (laughs) huh because now he wasn't following us anymore (laughs) yeah now he wasn't following us anymore we were following him so um my ex was like why did you do that and i was like I like just looked at him. I was like, did you not notice that that guy was following us? And he was like, no. So you're so right, Taylor. I feel like guys are so like so much less aware of their surroundings. Unlike us, because we have like all our lives, we have been trained to be so aware of our surroundings, especially at night. That's true. That's very true. I feel so bad for Sarah's friends and family. That's not fair. That stuff like that is so unnecessary. She's around our age. Yeah, I think she's 33. Oh my God. 
I, I mean, don't... yeah, it's just like, I can't even imagine, you know, like if it happened to one of my friends that that had happened to, like that's, again, she did what she was supposed to do. Like she called her boyfriend and talked to him on the phone while she was walking. She walked in crowded places and yet this still happened to her. And that is the tragedy of it all. Like no matter how safe we think we're being or no matter how safe we attempt to be, you know, it's... You just don't know. You can't protect yourself from everyone. Some weirdos that have thought of some creative stuff that's... Ugh, they're so weird. Yeah. Well, okay, Again, so... Again, I think... I mean, yeah, I think men need to, like, literally be told from a young age to respect women and to not, to not, you know, do this to women mm-hmm. and act as predators because... Yeah, I mean, women aren't terrified of other women like this, you know? We we are terrified of men doing this right. to us. Like, this it, is our exactly. worst nightmare. I just feel like men have to, like, respect women and look at them as, you know, human beings. And, and maybe the, the people who actually commit murders and stuff don't look at hu- at, at women as, as, um, as human. As I don't know, maybe they see mm-hmm. women as objects or they see women as, like, oh, she's weak and again you mentioned power earlier maybe they look at it as like oh i have more power than her and i'm going to exercise that oh i think that's the scariest part disgusting that is scary well you know that some men who do things like this it can be because they didn't have power at home either when they were Mm -hmm. younger or as adults it's because it could be because they feel that they've constantly been rejected by women so now they have Mm -hmm. a vendetta against all other women sometimes Mm -hmm. they hate their mom and they want to do this to women you know there's so there's such a number of things out there that can cause monsters like this to act the way they do which i mean it's their choice they're disgusting i uh i went on a date the other day and um i went over to his place and i gate like as soon as i got the address from him i sent it to like three of my friends mm. and I shared my location oh, yeah. with them as soon as I as soon as I headed over because you just never know you know like obviously we don't want to think the worst and we don't want to expect the worst uh because at the end of the day like I chose to go there so obviously if I really felt like I was in like real danger I, I probably wouldn't have gone but you just it's better to be safe than sorry that's true that's do you know how many people ew do you know how many people get their victims that way and they're know, young and like cute here. and charming. And honestly, that's my I think that's my worst fear. <laughs> like if I went on a date and like the guy ended up killing me or something, I just, you know. Oh my gosh. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm really paranoid, but <laughs> no. I, oh, I just, you know. Have you ever traveled by yourself? Like being in a hotel by yourself? I've never done that either, but I've read um actually I saw this on TikTok. I've I've heard that um if you are traveling by yourself and you're staying at a hotel by yourself and you're a woman, you should never ever let anyone know that you're staying there by yourself. That's so really like when smart. you're getting your oh, yes, yeah, so when you're getting your key in the lobby with the concierge and they if anyone yeah. asks you, even the concierge, if they ask you, are you staying by yourself? You should say no. Okay, that's like, that's oh, my genius. Friends, or if they yeah, ask how many keys or, and say two keys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, like if you if anyone oh, overhears that you're staying by yourself, they might target you as a as a woman like traveling by herself. I can't believe how cautious we have to be because I mean, some that's weirdos are trying to get their fix. Like that is what I'm saying. You just have to be so safe, and it's just it's the world we live in. So again, I think moral of the story is we need to teach men 
better. <laughs> Teach men better. Teach um, men to be and do better. Is that your... Uh, actually, someone had a poster like that at one of Sarah's memorials, I think. Or like a candlelit oh, vigil. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the pictures, but I'm... Yeah, I'm sure that's a really big narrative right now because I think that's a narrative that I saw on social media. Mm-hmm. Is that your famous Leanne um, takeaway? Yeah, that, that is my quote. Yeah, that's my <laughs> takeaway of the day. We got feedback that Leanne's final thoughts are the highlight of the episode. So we got to keep <laughs> them coming. so funny. I know. I always have a takeaway for every episode. Thanks for listening again this week. If you want to find us on social media, we're on Instagram at What's For Brunch Podcast on Facebook at What's For Brunch Podcast, and on Twitter at What's For Brunch Pod. So that's the number four. Thanks for listening to What's For Brunch. I'm Taylor. And I'm Leanne. Join us for brunch next time.